Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Desire to Inspire podcast. I'm the host, Melissa Martin. Now come get inspired. Pursuing something you're passionate about can be so intimidating and overwhelming. The Desire to Inspire podcast is focused on bringing real-life stories to inspire you to believe that you can. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the Desire to Inspire podcast with me, your host, Melissa Martin, for episode number 58. Hope you guys had a fabulous past two weeks. I know I did. And one thing that really made these past two weeks really good for me was just the response that I got over my last episode about embracing change, episode 57. You know, that episode, I was a bit vulnerable and it was a little scary putting it out, but I got such a great response from that episode. Like, it's not even funny. I got so many personalized messages of people saying how they were able to relate to the episode and how it helps them. And ultimately, that is my goal when I am putting episodes out, especially ones where I am a bit vulnerable. So, If my episodes help you in any way, my goal is met. So again, just wanted to say thank you to everyone who listened, everyone who reached out. I'm glad you're not alone. I'm glad that you feel heard. And let's keep embracing these changes, baby. Let's let's keep doing it. As for this episode, this episode is all about being intentional, how to be intentional, creating habits. Uh, creating good systems for your habits, all of that kind of stuff. And let me just preface this by saying I am absolutely no expert in this field. I could definitely use some work with being intentional and all of that, but this is just some stuff that I have kind of realized as I've been going through my day-to-day life. So we're just going to hop right into it and get down and dirty about being intentional. So think about your day-to-day, and for me at least, I can go through a whole day basically on autopilot and not even realize it, and I'm sure many of you can relate to that too. Like Sometimes you become so just used to a schedule that you just go through the motions and you're not really being intentional about what you want out of the day. And I have found myself in many situations where that has been the case, where I've just kind of woken up, didn't really have a plan, didn't really have, you know, anything that I truly wanted to get done or anything on the horizon that I knew needed to get done. And so basically, you just kind of go throughout your day, not really leading with a lot of action, like you're just kind of letting the breeze take you where it wants to take you instead of you making some freaking marks in the sand and taking control of your day. And I definitely have to be like way better at this, but I, I like the first step is just being aware, I guess. Um so I've gone through phases where I've definitely been more intentional than other times. I would say 
right now I'm starting to get back into being more intentional. But for a while there, I was kind of just like in this little rut of just going through my day to day, not really, not really structuring out my entire day, my entire week, all of that. And I will say I am totally like not as productive when I am not mapping out exactly what I need to do in the day and in the week. And a lot of this has to do with definitely planning out your day and planning out your week, but also going back and reflecting on, you know, the past month or something. I used to do a lot of reflecting, especially specifically with the podcast. I would literally like go at the end of each month, I would go back and journal and record how many downloads I had at the end of the month so that by the next month I can go back and look at the progress that I've made. And that alone is like being super intentional because one, you're keeping track of what your progress is. And two, you're also in that same breath, kind of creating a plan of how to keep moving forward and keep improving. So That's something that I used to do with the podcast. It's something that I need to start doing again. But other things that I definitely want to start doing again, too, is just I have this five minute journal. It's a prompt where it asks you three things that you're grateful for. There's a section that says, this is how I'll make today great. So you kind of explain and you're being you're being intentional with how you're going to make that day great. And then there's a section with a positive affirmation that you're supposed to tell yourself. And then at the end of the night, you're supposed to write a good deed that you did for the day. You're supposed to write how you'll improve and three great things that you experienced in the day. And I feel like this is like really great for kind of just being intentional with your every day uh, because it makes you take a moment and stop and think about exactly what you're grateful for, exactly kind of why you're putting in the work, why you're existing here on earth. Then it asks you how you'll make the day great. And this is your time to really think about exactly what you want to get done and being intentional with that instead of kind of just letting the day slide out from under you. And then Yeah, I think another good part of this is writing down a good deed for the day. I know for me, like, although you always want to be helping others and doing good for others, especially for me when I'm working from home, like sometimes if I'm not, if I don't have that at the top of my mind that I want to get a good deed done today, then like it it definitely just gets overlooked and sometimes that doesn't happen. So when you're actually like looking back on your day and writing about what your good deed was, if you know that you're going to be doing that every single night, you're going to be way more likely to actually think about it and do a good deed instead of forgetting about it and overlooking it. So I think those two things are really great ways to be a little bit more intentional. And then also I would say the biggest thing is writing down exactly what you want to get done for the week in like a planner and 
um, also like writing down any and all of your plans and also scheduling in times that you want to get those to do list items done throughout the week. I think that's like a really great way of being intentional and making sure that your priorities and goals for the week are staying top of mind and that you're like constantly working towards getting those things done. Because if you're just flying through your week without a plan, not really, you know, it happens to me sometimes where like I'll think of something and I'll be like, oh, I got to do that. I got to do that. And then like a few days pass and then I'm like, oh, it comes up again. I'm like, oh, I remember it again. I, I got to do that. And then like it, it just becomes a whole cycle. And it, I have found that if I write something down and I'm like intentionally almost like committing myself to getting that certain thing done, it it's way more likely to get done than just thinking about it in my head. So that's definitely another way of just being a little bit more intentional. So yeah, I mean, life is short. Time is precious. If you are not being intentional with what you want to get out of this life, if you're not going after like what you want in life, then time is going to slide and time is very precious. And so that's why it's so important if you want something to be intentional about it and work towards it instead of just not having a plan and just going about your day to day very lackadaisically and not actually setting yourself up for success and setting yourself up to reach those goals that you want. And you'll be amazed with like how much further you will become if you are intentional every single day. Like being intentional every single day really builds up and compounds over time. And then if you look back after a couple years of just living intentionally and doing things intentionally versus just letting life slide, then you'll see that you've really made a lot of progress, especially when you're kind of tracking your progress along the way as well. I think that that is like so powerful to basically live with intention and then also track your progress that you've made. I mean, I have definitely been living a lot more intentionally uh, over these past probably five years four years since I've been out of college and I've definitely seen large improvements in my life and I've also seen a lot of growth in myself and that's definitely due to being intentional and working towards certain goals and certain things and not just sitting back and watching life fucking pass by if you're just sitting back and you know it's it's always good to it's always good to do things that you enjoy. But if you're just kind of sitting back, like watching TV for hours on end, being on your phone for hours on end and not living your fucking life, like that shit doesn't matter. If you're not actively using your time to go after your goals, then yeah, you're going to be set back compared to others who are being intentional and who are using their time wisely. And I guess that kind of ties into... Um, the other part of 
what I wanted to talk about today, which was starting good habits. And I feel like starting good habits and being intentional kind of goes hand in hand with one another because if you formulate good habits that are benefiting you, that is in a sense being intentional with how you're going about your day to day. So for example, if you are someone who wants to work out and wants to be fit and active, if you make it a habit to go to the gym five times a week, then that is you being intentional with your health and with improving your health and with getting in better shape. And so some of these ideas are really top of mind for me right now because I actually just finished the book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And um, honestly, I think this is a classic. I've seen so many people who have read it and have so many great things to say about it. That's kind of what made me want to read it. And yeah, I just think that if you want to really go after your life and go after your goals and get the most out of your life, I think this is an essential book to read uh, because it talks all about how to build up positive habits and how to break down bad ones. Um, And so one thing that really stuck with me was making your habits easy and attractive and attainable. So for example, if we go back to the gym example, if you want to start to become someone who goes to the gym a lot just so that you know, you're keeping up with your health and maybe it's for some of your physical aspect as well. Maybe you want to lose some weight or gain some muscle, whatever the case may be. So many people will come up with excuses as to why they can't go to the gym. And they'll be like, oh oh my God, like going to the gym is the last thing I want to do after coming home from a long day of work. Oh my God, I just don't have enough time in the day to go to the gym. Oh my God, going to the gym is so draining. I don't even know what to do at the gym. It's so intimidating. These are all excuses that people have as to why they don't go to the gym. Okay. So let's kind of break that down. If someone is complaining about the time about the gym, let's not forget every single person has the same amount of time in every single day that they have to spend. So time cannot be an excuse because thousands, millions of people go to the gym every single day um, and they have just as much time as you, sweetie. So if time is your excuse, you need to make the time. It, it's And that, that ties back to the intentional part, right? So if you want to go to the gym, you're going to need to make the time to go to the gym. And that's step number one. Whether it's before you have your full work day or after you have your full work day, or maybe it's in the middle, on it, maybe it's on your lunch break, whatever the case may be, you're going to have to make that time. You're going to have to carve it out of your day. Also, for things that seem daunting, it's a lot easier to form the habit if you are making it easier for yourself. If, if you want to 
make it a habit to go to the gym in the morning, let's say, okay, pick out your gym clothes the night before, have them laid out. So it's one last thing you have to think about when you wake up. It's already it's already decided for you. The, the clothes are there. The shoes are there. You're committed. You're going to the freaking gym when that alarm goes off. And that makes it easier on you too, because you don't even have to think about it. It's literally already decided for you. Something else about forming a good habit is making it attractive. So although going to the gym might not be the most attractive thing to you, maybe you're dreading it, it's what about the feeling that you get afterwards? You feel fucking great. You feel phenomenal. You feel accomplished for the day. You feel healthier. You feel stronger. You know, like there's so many great benefits. And so if you can see through the dreadfulness of it at first and see why it's attractive and also maybe make it attractive. Maybe if you go to the gym, you get to have this delicious smoothie afterwards. Or maybe you promise to yourself, if you're going to start going to the gym, okay, that's great. I'm going to make it even more attractive by getting cute workout clothes that I'm really going to get excited about and enjoy while going to the gym and enjoy wearing to the gym. So it's making these habits that seem more dreadful or hard and it's first, firstly carving out the time for them and secondly making it easy, setting yourself up correctly to not have a choice to just have it be decided already for you. And third, making it attractive. So giving yourself some type of reward after the gym or rewarding yourself by saying if you're going to the gym consistently that you can buy new workout clothes or new workout shoes. Uh, So these are all different ways that you can kind of formulate a habit that seems really, really hard to formulate. But these are just ways to make it more attractive, make it easier. And in the book, Atomic Habits, James Clear talks all about the four simple steps of building habits, which is the cue. And this is the first indication that you're close to a reward. And it naturally leads you to a craving. The craving, for example, is the motivational force behind every habit. So without having a crave for change, for example, if we're talking about the gym, if you're not craving to be healthier or feel stronger or lose weight or gain muscle, if you're not craving any of those things, then you're probably not going to have a great chance of forming this habit because is this something that you truly want anyways? You know, is this something that you even truly want if you're not craving a desired outcome from this habit. The third is the response. So this is the response to the craving that you just had. So if you want to lose weight, if you want to gain muscle, if you want to um, feel healthier or stronger, in turn, the response is you're going to have to go to the gym. And so this is where the actual habit comes in um, and the habit that you're kind of taking action on. And then lastly is the reward. And so this is, you know, what you're kind of craving and looking forward to this entire time is is the reward, which is the end goal of every single habit. So 
Maybe you are stronger now after forming the habit of going to the gym. Maybe you have lost weight now. So this is the last stage. And this is what keeps you to keep performing the habit that you've created is the reward. So I found you know, breaking down how a habit is formulated through the cue, the craving, the response, and the reward, I found that that is super, super helpful just to completely understand how habits are made because then from there you can kind of put a system in place for different habits that you want to formulate. So for example, like when I move, I have already thought about things that I'm going to do for like cooking meals and making sure I'm eating healthy and cleaning that are kind of like good systems in place to ensure that I'm constantly making habits of cooking food and cleaning and just being intentional about it versus letting things build up. So for example, like cleaning is cleaning. Nobody likes to clean. Well, actually a lot of people like to clean, but also a lot of people don't like to clean. I think I'm kind of in the middle, but I think if I bought cleaning products, for example, I'm thinking of like the Myers soap, the Myers cleaning sprays and stuff. I think that I would be more inclined and find more joy out of cleaning if I used products that kind of were a little bit satisfying to me. Um, I think it would make it easier for me to form a habit of cleaning you know, wiping down the counter every night, for example, if I enjoyed the scent of the spray that I was spraying. That's like such a minute example. But like, I really am just excited to completely like set myself up for success in the best way when moving. And I'm definitely going to do a bunch of little things like what I had just mentioned to ensure that I am being intentional with my life and to also ensure that I am forming good habits of just good living habits because honestly like I haven't lived away from home for a few years now so and like now I'm an adult I'm not a little baby college student so I'm already thinking of ways that I'm gonna like you know, have my systems, have my good habits of simply just like living. And then, you know, on top of that is your habits that you build to become a better person and to grow and succeed even more. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. I know that being intentional is still something that I need to work on. I also want to kind of like start to eliminate some bad habits such as being on my phone an excess amount and kind of just like wasting time doing that and fill them with good habits of you know making sure that I'm reading every night or journaling every night something like that instead that's an actual like good use of my time and ultimately doing things like that are going to get me closer to my goals and where I want to be so everything kind of ties hand in hand with being intentional and uh, setting good habits. So I hope you found this helpful. This is not sponsored, but if you are interested in 
reading Atomic Habits, I would highly, highly recommend it. Again, it's Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it talks all about how to build good habits, how to break down old ones, um, and kind of just like the science and the thought process behind how habits are made. I know I went into it a little bit, but it definitely breaks it down a lot more. So definitely give that a a read if you're interested. I am always trying to find, you know, self-help types of books or books that I can actually learn something from and apply them to my life. So this is one of them and I thought that a nice summary message of the book overall would be helpful. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I think that's all I got. As for my next episode, ooh, episode number 59. Episode 59 is coming in hot on November 2nd. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put out an episode kind of just talking about traveling and about Greece. I'm going to Greece. Uh, I'm going to Greece this Friday, the 21st. And I will be returning on the 30th. So I'm going to put a nice quick episode about traveling out and my experiences and what I kind of learned, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm really excited to add another episode to this mini series all about Greece, all about traveling, and uh, catch me back here again in two weeks on November 2nd. In the meantime... I hope you get the desire to inspire. Thank you for listening to the Desire to Inspire podcast. If you want the inside scoop of what's next to come, follow us on Instagram at Desire to Inspire podcast. Be sure to tune in every other Wednesday to catch the latest episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show, and I hope you get the desire to inspire.